With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, January 10th. And here we are plugging through the early days of January. I guess not so early now that we're on our 10th day. And we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. You know how we do that? It's easy. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click on the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air because that would be so much more fun. It's better when you're on the air. It really is. And while you're on the website, don't forget, we've got our free weekly newsletter and you can pre-order my new book. It's called The Great Money Reset. And when you pre-order the book, right now you get to join us for a free live first time ever Jill on Money webinar going to be a lot of fun. It's an experiment for us. We're doing it because we want people to go ahead and pre-order the book. That would be wonderful. Today, we are going to the mid-Atlantic region of the United States. Vicki's on the line. Hello, Vicki. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Jill and Mark. What's going on? What brings you to us? Well, your new slogan for this year, I didn't hear it until like two days ago, but it's um, change your work yeah. Change your wealth, change your life. Yes. <laughs> That's actually what brought me here. So my husband was actually offered a, a big job opportunity, which he eventually ended up turning it down. But that created a lot of conversation and thought in our lives. So what made him what made him turn it down? Was it like, I don't want to start over? Is it like, what, what do you think? I think there could have been some of that. Um, I think the primary thing is that he can work remotely right now, and it gives him a lot of flexibility. He has a lot of time off so that he can go and travel and see our kids in different areas and mm. and that kind of thing. So a little bit of both. You know what's interesting is that it does – I mean, when you get those opportunities, it does get you to reorder your priorities, Right. Yes. And I was just talking to somebody who's a hiring manager, big bank in New York, and they were telling me, oh, my God, I can't have such a hard time hiring people and like lamenting all oh, these these kids. They don't want to come into the office. It's so hard. I'm like, well, I don't know, like not a lot of people want to come into the office like some do. That's a big deal. And once you have a taste of it, going back to doing a daily in the office with a commute or not even a big commute, but it's, it's a thing, right? And I'm glad that it, it has helped you guys maybe think about what your priorities are. So how does this set you up for your next set of decisions? Like what's going on and how we can help you out? Let us know. Uh, we're looking to, we could, he could retire, I think any time, but he keeps saying, well, next at the end of this year. So now he's saying at the end of this year, 2023, and we'll reevaluate that. 
we started thinking that we really can live anywhere we want in the United States. And that's actually created a lot of questions for us. So we love where we live now, but mm-hmm. we do have a lot of money tied up in our house. Well, a lot for us. And we could move someplace we've lived before, which is a dynamic, awesome city with lots of scientists and engineers, which is a cool place to be, lower cost of living. Or we can move uh, to be near my daughter, who's moving away from this area, and that's 2,500 miles away in a cold environment. (laughs) Wow. With with a lot of cool things around it, like um, Yellowstone and things like that. So. So we have three options that we're looking at right now. Okay. So let's just, let's, before we do our three options, let's think like right now, you mentioned a house. How much is the house worth? I believe it would be worth about 740 or 750. So let's say 750. I like rounder numbers. Okay. And is there a mortgage outstanding on it? No. Okay. Let's talk about how much money you guys have saved. So do you both work or just your husband? He works and I am sort of retired, but work PRN as needed. Okay. okay. And so how much does he earn right now? 128. He contributes to a retirement account? Yes. How much money is in the retirement account? 870. What is the, um, what about other stuff besides the, re- and is that all pre-tax? Yes. Um, what is the other kind of assets that you have accumulated? So I have a Roth uh, of 13K and a 401K of about 345. Great. And what about non-retirement accounts? Any like brokerage account or cash in um, emergency savings? What do you have? We have about 56, 58,000 in savings. Okay. How old are you, Vicki? 63. And hubby? 66. And will your husband or you be entitled to a pension? He will be. Oh, tell us more. So his pension will be 52000 when he retires at this year. It has a survivor benefit of 50%. Is his hope that he could retire at the end of this year or not? Like you said, reevaluate. But like, does he want to or does he not want to? I think he wants to, but... He also says he really likes his job and he feels like he's still contributing. So there's something holding him back. And I think it's that. I think it's like he's like scared to take that next step into actually retiring. Would it be possible since he likes where he works, would it be possible for him to do something part time in a transitional phase? I'm not sure about that uh, because where he works is um, with the Navy. And I'm not sure. I know they have programs like that, but I don't know how easy it is to get that. He hasn't okay. asked about it. I mean, I just ask because it sometimes it's, it's sometimes hard to go like all work and then no work. Sometimes yes. it's nice to have some transitional period. Yes. So if you were to look at his social security, does he have a full retirement age benefit? That is what, how much? A few thousand? His full retirement is 3300 3300 And that's 67-ish? Like now, like 66 and four months. Okay. And what about you? Do you have your own record or would you claim half of his? No, I have my own record. but uh, And I had planned to take mine at 70, but he convinced me to take it at 62 because I was phasing out of work and it kind of made sense. So 
we did do that. So I took it started last year. And how much is that monthly benefit? It's um, $13.90 per month. On his $128 and your $13.90 a month, that those two things together, how's your cash flow? Our cash flow is good. We save about 1000 a month, uh, sometimes more. And that money is just going in the emergency reserve fund right now? Yes. Okay. And you got some kids. How many kids? Two. Grown yes. on their own. Yes. Doing okay. Yes. All right. Let's lay out our, let's, let's talk about our three opportunities now. So one is you move in with Smokey the Bear and at Yellowstone. What's the second one? The second one would be to move to, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. Like it's at the top one city to live in right now on US News and World Report, which it's always up there in the top something. What's number three? Number three would be stay here where we are. Oh, stay put. Right. If you were to retire at the end of this year, both of you, and let's say no more work, and you'd get the $52,000 a year of the pension, you'd continue to get your monthly, um, your social security, you'd get his social security. Do you guys think you could live on that comfortably or not? Do you think there'd be a little gap? There's going to be a gap, I believe. How much? I think the gap, I think I wrote all this down. I think the gap will be about 5000 a year, but really. 5000 a year, that's it? Well, realistically, I would push it up to like ten or 15 a Let's year. Let's say 25. Oh God. Okay, that's a lot. I mean, sure. that doesn't seem like, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, you had the money to do it, right? Yes. Because you've got your retirement funds, right? You've your old 401k. You got, you know, you've got um, 1.2 million dollars. So you can afford that. 25 grand is no big deal. Sure. And we're the typical, like I, I save and I don't spend type of people. Okay, good. If that's your goal, you can do any of these things. So this is great. So if when you're, you and your husband listen to this together, Mr. Vicky, here's the thing. You can do this. You can do this at the end of this year. But if you're a little freaked out by it, then there's some options for you. One is to ask your boss, hey, you know what? I want to give you a one-year notice. Happy to work part-time. You can, you know, we're, we're, we'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And, and see what see if the answer is like, no way, get out of here. Or, wow, that's great, please. Right? So that's a possibility. The other possibility is that, you know, you could, obviously, if you're willing to do some work, and he's willing to do something just to keep himself busy in this, you know, either where you are now or somewhere else. Just not again, not a not a high stress job, but something to make your husband feel useful and part of something. Then that will make it all the better. But you guys have no financial problems because if you were to sell your house, as long as you are spending seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or less, then you're fine. That and that's your metric, by the way. Or you can like put the money in cash and be nomads and and rent for a while and figure out where you want to be. But like, there's no problem here. This is all good. It feels to me like, you know, there's no problem. He knows on some level there's no problem, but you're just having a hard time figuring out how you get from here to there. Is that right? I think so. So what can we do to make that better? Well, you know, he can try to transition. You can say to him, like, we're not delaying this forever. Like, that's the only problem that I have with like, oh, let's reassess at the end of this year, because then all of a sudden it's the end of this year and then you're nowhere. So how do we move you forward? You show him or you listen to this and you say, we're fine. 
we're totally fine. We can afford this. And then if he's really still stuck, then it's just him feeling kind of weird about his aging and how does he feel like he contributes? And, you know, he needs to shrink more than me. I think that what you need to do is give him something that is task oriented to get you forward, to push you forward. So I think at the end of this quarter, what he needs to do is really make a decision like I'm going to be done at the end of this year or not. Yes. And I think that he should start thinking about what are other things he would want to do if he weren't doing this job, because you have to wait. I can't, you know, you can't go to your boss today unless you have a fantastic relationship with the organization. You can't go to your boss today and say, I'm thinking about doing this because then they're going to be like, oh, he's out the door. Goodbye. You know what I mean? So I think it would be worth it for him to start to consider, like, what is it that I want to do? He has to do some work here. I mean, it sounds crazy. You have to work to retire, but you kind of do. I think that, that that's how I would do it. Do you guys have um, other anything else like estate documents to do? Do you have um, life insurance policies that are kicking around? Anything else? So, Jill, you know, we took care of all that. Um, Because you knew I'd be asking. Yes. No, actually, uh, I did take care of that about two years ago. We had really poor, you know, we had a will and we had no advanced medical directive. So it was all pretty bad. So we got we took care of all of that. His life insurance policy expires in about uh, two years or so, mm-hmm. maybe something mm-hmm. like that. So yes, we have all that taken care of. That's great. That's great. Good luck. I think you can do this. Let us know if we can help you going forward, really, because I think that these transitions are fascinating to me. It's really like my favorite story is like when you started and saying he got a job opportunity for more money and he didn't, and you realized like, oh, actually it's not the money. It was a so, lot more too. It wasn't just a little bit. It was a lot more. And he, how much more? I'm just intrigued. Well, so, okay. So it was actually about 40 K more than he's making now, but he would also be collecting his pension. So that's like 90,000 more. A yeah. Year. But I you know what? It. He doesn't need to do this. Yeah. That's what he thought. He's like, he no, doesn't need I to do it. He's right. Me. Yeah. He's right. And I think, I think that you guys are in really good shape. Go ahead and, and like baby steps. Let's get you there. You need my new book. I know. You really do. You really do. So go out and pre-order it and then um, let us know how that goes. No, I mean, really, it's because this is the whole essence of the book, which is trying to give people a framework to think about how to make transitions. And there are specific steps that you really are going to take. And part of those steps include what we just did, which is look at what you have. Look what you owe. Let's look at what your cash flow looks like. What do you want to do? And some of these things are, you'll notice that like probably the things that we're spending most time doing are not about the numbers. The numbers are important, but it's about trying to help you prioritize. And even just that the way you started the conversation helped you and helped me understand like, oh, okay, so it's not just money. So there's other stuff. And that's important for you to remember. This is not just about money and him to remember. You had the chance already to make a lot more money, right? And we said no. And why did we say no? So all of these things matter, okay? That's really a good way to put it. Thank you so much for checking in with us. And we wish you the very best of luck, Vicki. Send us pictures when you go and visit places. I want to see a bear in Yellowstone, all right? We'll try, I'm going to try to stay away from those, actually. All right. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Thanks for giving, coming on the air. We really appreciate it. If you, like Vicki and her husband, are thinking about how to transition to another phase and try to figure out what you want to do next and kind of look at the money, but look at the 
either the qualitative and the quantitative, then give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Don't forget to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It's on the website right there. You can do it. Mark does that every Friday. It's very easy to do. And you'll have like a good prep for the weekend. Okay. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work. Change your wealth. Change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.